Let's go. Nice. I think that's the single best moment of our podcast so far. (laughs) (laughs) I loved every damn second of that. Welcome to Hot Topics, the draft podcast that has never won the popular vote. Our game is one topic, four players, one winner, and so many losers. Thank you for tuning into this week's show. I am JBG, or Josh, or Bella, your host, judge, and resident Steve Kornacki, and these are today's competitors. Our first player has the vigor of Joe Biden and the facial hair of Martin Van Buren. It's Ian Forsythe. Thank you. How you doing? Uh, I'm doing good. I'm excited to uh, finally get this this podcast recorded and uh, see what happens. Back-to-back shows for you. Yep. So what what are you going to derive from your last game to to bring into the show i'm really gonna try on the trivia this time last week i decided i wasn't going to but this week i'm gonna try so you told me you did a little research this time actually i did for the first time i I did some research into the presidents so we'll see good looking forward to it our next player is truly the ralph nader of our show and like trump has also been banned from twitter it's colin welsh (laughs) that's pretty funny (laughs) um thanks so i've been looking at the uh you know, heights and weights and ages of our 45 presidents. And I'm fairly certain I could be 30 of them in a fight. So feeling wow. confident today. It's pretty good. Well, keep in mind, they were all almost 80 when they were elected. So exactly. <laughs> all right. Next up, he has never denied having sexual relations and refuses to campaign in rural areas. It's Spencer Orr. <laughs> <laughs> we out here. We're going to go ahead and uh, go ahead and have Uncle Sam open up a can of whoop ass. Spencer, you're the only one here who has actually run a campaign before when you ran for homecoming king at Eastern Mexico University. But that that experience didn't go so well for you. So what lessons did you learn from that that you'll bring into today? Well, uh, Bella, let's not discount uh, your efforts to help me out with that campaign. I I did try. Uh, Uh, You you wore a, a tank top that just said, fuck terrorism around campus. And that got yeah, you in trouble. Yeah, I had Uncle Sam giving the middle finger. It said, fuck terrorism. President yeah. uh, Gamble did not like just that. Wanted, frowned upon just it. Just wanted to put it out there that I am also against terrorism. <laughs> I know, take, I, everybody. I thought he must have supported terrorism if he didn't like the shirt, but whatever. Yeah. I will say, I, I want to say it loud and clear. Hot Topics is the only draft podcast out there that will adamantly denounce terrorism. All right. Our last contestant filling in for Jonathan Langan, who couldn't make today's show because he's busy protesting his past episodes vote count. His replacement is the Grover Cleveland of Hot Topics. It's Logan Turnbow. Hey, yo. Hashtag stop the vote. Blake Boone won that episode fair and square. Um, so shout out Blake Boone for getting his first victory. Um, but happy to be here. I'm a below average history teacher, so I feel like this is really going to you know, weigh in my favor. So I'm excited to get started. Yeah, I think I think you you do have a competitive advantage based on that. Like I said, you're the Grover Cleveland of our show because you're the only non-consecutive uh, a winner. So here you are. Yeah. All right, gentlemen, thanks for being on today. The name of the game is Hot Topics, and today's topic is a very special one. It is Presidential Fight Night. It is inauguration week here in the United States, so we're going to dig through the National Archives and pick out which of our 45 different presidents can kick the most ass in a hypothetical Republic rumble. Spencer, I want to ask you, how much significance do you put into in physical prowess into your actual voting? Um, it, I would say there's a small percentage of me, probably like five <laughs> or 6%, maybe up to 10% counts. Uh, Colin, what about you? I don't think it, I don't think it matters all that much. Um, you know, I do like a strong, strong, good looking president, but you know, <laughs> Joe Biden is, you know, probably the most frail person <laughs> on the planet. And I voted for him. So so during today's draft today, Turnbo, what characteristics are you looking for to draft? Are you looking at more size, experience, attitude without giving it, uh, giving away too much? Um, you know, I went I went on a multi-tiered criteria when uh, when I was going through my my research. Honestly, I'm looking for that killer mentality. It's a little bit of a spoiler alert, but I'm not going to roster any presidents that were alive for 32 days on the job. Those guys, uh, they don't make the cut. So um, <laughs> uh, physical prowess, uh, you know, their their killer mentality that that's going to go a long ways in, in my drafting strategy. 
I wouldn't want to fight a guy with pneumonia. So <laughs> on, on an ethical saying, stand, that's a pretty good strength. Because so. if he's spitting phlegm all over you, you're fucked. <laughs> I think the show is going to be really fun because I think that this is maybe our most subjective show, probably our most subjective show. I think all of your guys' rationalizations are what really is going to sell voters on, on stuff because the past episodes have been about music and movies and athletes and video games and food. It's like people have their entrenched ideas of like what they like, but with this, it's completely uh, it's and insane. So I think um, I'm excited to see what you guys say. All right, let's go over the rules. Today we have five rounds of snake draft competition. It means the person who starts round one will end round two. Of course, there will be trivia bonuses along the way that will help shape your team. Trivia bonuses today are auto pick, which allows you to make a selection for an opponent, the pick swap, which allows you to swap selections with any opponent, a position lock, which allows you to lock an opponent into drafting a certain position in that round, and a new one, a protected pick, which protects you against any of these other bonuses. Additionally, the first and fifth rounds of trivia will determine the draft order, and we'll explain all of that when we get to those points. All right, now the rules specific to today presidential fight night we are going by cage fighting rules which is to say there really are no rules there are five position designations that you have to fill they are lightweight which is under 160 pounds welterweight which is 161 to 175 middleweight which is 176 to 199 heavyweight which is over 200 and a flex spot that can be used for whatever we are basing these off these weights off the official POTUS.com listing of presidential weights. Also, we are going off their ages at the time while they were in office. So even though Ronald Reagan, the actor, whooped John Payne's ass and Tennessee's partner, we are going by the 70-year-old Gipper that was president. If there are any objections to anything not following these rules, the objection can be raised, we will debate, and I will make the final call. But our final and most important rule is not for our players, it is for you, the listener, our four contestants will fill out their squads and then it is up to you to pick a winner. We'll post the picks on our Twitter and Instagram pages at Hot Topics Pod and you get to vote on who you think had the best draft. Winner gets a gaudy, unnecessary library in their honor and the losers have to duel Aaron Burr. All right, guys. Any last thoughts or questions, Smack Talk? Personally, I'd rather have an airport named after me than a library because fuck books, but that's all I got. <laughs> wow. Every, everyone gets a library. I take. <laughs> all right. It's time to stop the filibuster. Time to seek a wider war. It's time to oil our fighters with whatever's left from Desert Storm. It's time to draft. Okay, let's get it going. We got to get our draft order determined here in the first round. So let's play our first round trivia question. It's a numerical trivia question. The person with the closest correct or closest response to the correct answer will get the first pick in the first round. Second closest gets second pick, etc. You guys ready for my first round trivia question? Yes. 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 Let's, I'm ready to rumble. The 1972 election of Richard Nixon was one of the biggest beatdowns in U.S. history. How many electoral votes did Nixon receive? Cheaters. The first person to ring in was Ian Forsyth. 520. Okay. Turnbo? 12. Spencer? <laughs> I'm going to do 519. 519. And Colin? I mean, all right, it's, I'm going to say 518, because I know what the answer is. So Ian says 520. S Logan says 12. Spencer says 519. And Colin said 518. The correct answer is 520. Ian, right on the money. First of all, you guys were all really close. How, why, how did you guys... Do you guys know a lot you, about it? No, I mean, you you gave us a hint in the in the Discord before, and I, that was one of the things that I actually researched. Yep, that research pays off. Yeah, uh, but you're, was, you're bad, Bella. Yeah, but you it wasn't an no, easy question. It was yeah, great job, Spencer. But I, I I didn't know if we could say the same numbers, Ian, and like there'd be a tiebreaker. So no, because Ian Ray, it, it wouldn't have mattered. Ian rang in first, so. Um. So okay. Well, duly noted. I will go with the harder trivia questions that I've prepared for the rest of the game. All right, well done. No, don't do that. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, really, really impressive from all of you. That's really good, except for Turnbow. The draft order in the first round will go Ian, Spencer, Colin, and Turnbow. All right, Ian, right on the money with the correct response in the trivia. That means you get to pick first, the first overall pick in the presidential fight night draft. 
What are you doing? All right. Normally I go for some obscure 12th, 13th round pick, but I'm not going to do that this time. I'm going to go to the big boys heavyweight and I'm taking Theodore Trustbuster Roosevelt. Number oh, one. I knew it. God yeah, damn it. it. That's oh. just, I mean, there's no way he wasn't going number one overall. Yeah. You yeah. Can't, you're an idiot if you don't take him number one. Let's be honest. I agree. Let's be honest. Bull moose. If you like nature, you better you better thank mm-hmm. Teddy Roosevelt. If you like chest <laughs> muscles so strong that he can stop a bullet. If you yeah. like shipping goods internationally via the Panama Canal, you better thank Teddy oh, Roosevelt. Yeah. If you like a president who has a fucking wrestling mat in his office so he can wrestle senators and other dignitaries <laughs> that he don't like, you like Teddy Roosevelt. This could go on forever. So I read I, I read an awesome story about him about how he chased down these boat thieves okay. and he was like chilling and, and like this, um, someone stole one of his boats and like, just took it down the Missouri river. And he was like, not today. And he like packed up a bunch of shit. One of the things he packed was like one of his favorite books. And after like three days, he finally caught up to them. And he thought that the restraints would like cut off the circulation in their hands. So he took off their feet and made them walk barefoot. And then on the way home, he read the book that he brought with them. <laughs> like, I'm just like, this is just a fucking badass. Yeah. That's some sociopathic shit. Yeah. Yeah. So he, what, what year was that? He was giving a speech in, oh fuck, I don't have the year. He was, he was, he was giving a speech in Milwaukee and was shot in the chest and continued continued to give the speech i mean if that's not number one overall pick material yeah i don't know what is teddy roosevelt by the way coming in at 210 pounds Big so boy. he makes he makes the heavy so he is going into your heavyweight yes okay only 510 though he's like the like the mike tyson of of the heavyweights in my yeah opinion. that's how i was gonna sell him if i would have gotten to, to pick him all right ian with teddy roosevelt in the first round spencer this is the first time that I don't, I think that you're not going last in the first round. You get the second pick and you're on the clock. Woo! That's right. Now, honestly, we just got to take the good man himself. The myth, the man, the legend, Abraham Lincoln. Of course. So legendary. He went out to the front lines in the Civil War and showed off his strength to the men that he was chopping up his wood. The men kept the wood chips as a souvenir. It was pressed him so much. So wait, so real quickly, he, is he going into your into your middleweight spot? He comes in at 180 pounds. Yes, middleweight. I will say though, one weakness of Abraham Lincoln, not the best awareness. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, if they, if he had a stat for awareness, that's a that's definitely low. It'd be low. Yep. Um, six foot four, I think the tallest president. Uh, yeah, the tall the tallest president. Yes. Um, so he's gonna have good reach. He's by the way, he's in the the Illinois Illinois Wrestling Hall of Fame. Oh. He he was like almost undefeated in his like wrestling career. Yeah. I don't think I don't think in the eighteen hundreds wrestling statistics were like an official thing. Yeah, I don't know but... how well those records were kept. <laughs> The dead ball era. <laughs> I, he, he, uh, yeah, I think what I read is he, he wrestled over like 300 matches and only lost once. Imagine being the, the one dude yeah. <laughs> that beat Abe Lincoln. You know that guy's just super petty when Abraham oh, yeah. Lincoln was like freeing the slaves and shit. He's like, nah, but I whipped his ass. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you should listen to me. <laughs> All right, Abraham Lincoln, by the way, this so far, I think this is the first time that the first two picks have gone exactly how I thought they would be. Which, and the first two times that me and Spencer picked good picks. Yeah, I think in the history yeah. of the show. Yeah. All right. Well, next up is another wild card. I think, it, I think it, it really opens up now. Yeah. yeah. All right. Next up is yeah. another wild card. Colin, you're on the clock. All right. I'm going to go with the uh, 61-year-old standing at six foot one, weighing in at a, a petite 140 pounds. And Ooh. I'm going to go with... Andrew, son of a bitch, Hickory Jackson. Nice. Okay, he was on my list. Great pick. <laughs> He's my number one lightweight. Yep. Andrew Jackson uh, killed a man in a duel for uh, yep because he called him out in a newspaper. But my favorite uh, Andrew Jackson story that I came across was he was the uh, victim of the first attempted presidential assassination. 
um, guy rolled up to rolled up to him as he was leaving the U.S. Capitol after he was leaving office, and misfired two separate times with two separate guns, and they said that the odds of that happening was like one hundred twenty five thousand to one. Cool. So, I mean. You can't you can't bet against a guy like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the guy had fate on his side. Yeah, that's that's yeah. the yeah, he beat the guy with the cane, the, the would be assassin. Yeah. Old, old with his cane. Andrew Jackson, that's actually uh that's surprising <laughs> that he's a lightweight, but yeah, he fits yeah. into the lightweight category mm-hmm. at six foot Surprise. one. Yeah. So Andrew Jackson to call in, in the first round. Turnbo, you get to wrap up round one. Man, I am scrambling. Uh I know who you're gonna pick literally author i mean i have to pick probably this guy just because he deserves to be in the first round but yeah i guess so all right you ready yeah all right and now introducing the president fighting out of his own corner this man is a fucking badass holding a professional record of one revolutionary war victory and two presidential wins Zero losses, standing six feet, two inches tall, weighing in at 175 pounds, fighting out of Pope's <laughs> Creek, Virginia. Ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen, presenting the first U.S. president, commander-in-chief, King George III's worst fucking nightmare. He's a welterweight contender. It's the father of our country, George Washington. Let's go. I think this nice. is. I think, that, I think. I think that's the single. I think that's the single best moment of our podcast so far. <laughs> I loved um, every damn second of that. I, I think Turner was, was exhausted, though. I think. But I got. I got four it. more rounds, baby. I'm ready. <laughs> I, wow. A strength for George Washington. I had. Um, yeah, he didn't. He doesn't have all his teeth, so he doesn't have to worry about them getting knocked out. Exactly. Yeah. Um, no pain. He's good to go. Weak, my two weaknesses, though, <laughs> is one, he was very. He only had an elementary education, so you know, kind of dumb. Um, and he was kind of weak-minded because he didn't want to be president. And they were like, "Come on, dude!" And he was like, "Okay." I'll be president. So, backbone, man. <laughs> may, I, may I rebuttal though? Floyd Mayweather oh, can sure. fucking read. And so, I mean, he's set there. Um, but so, if Teddy Roosevelt is the Mike Tyson of our pres- of, of presidents, then George Washington is the Floyd Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> Stays hey, undefeated, big dog. That guy literally led men to combat. He's a fighter. I thought the welterweight was the strongest category. Uh, absolutely. Honestly. Yeah, there's some, there's some winners. That was better than I thought it would be. Told you I put some put some time into those. Yeah, that was that was good. I'm excited for uh, for four more of those. Mm-hmm. All right, for me, I don't know why, but that was an exhausting first round. <laughs> Probably because I'm drunk. But anyway, yeah, yeah. we are on to the second round. Okay, in this second round, we got to start it off with our trivia, as we always do. Now, from this point on, there are trivia bonuses that you will get to choose from for the second, third, and fourth rounds. The trivia bonuses available to you are the auto pick, the pick swap, the position lock, and the protected pick to choose from if you get my trivia question right. Are you guys ready for my second round trivia question? Yes, sir. Let's go. All right. So you guys did so well with that first one. I have to do it a little bit more difficult here. Okay. In John Adams' last words, what fellow president does he name? Logan Turnbow is the first to ring in. I'm going to say Thomas Jefferson. Thomas Jefferson is the correct answer. John Adams, one of John Adams' last words were Thomas Jefferson survives. Those two were were friends throughout their lives, and they kind of became political enemies, sort of rivals in a sense. But it's funny that he says Thomas Jefferson survives as he was dying because about five hours earlier in that day, Thomas Jefferson died. Yeah. So I didn't know that. Yeah, they both died on the 50th anniversary of the signing of the Declaration of Independence. The same day, five hours apart. John Adams didn't know that Thomas Jefferson, some friend he is. I bet they were secretly best friends. Probably banned from Twitter that day. <laughs> if 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 Jefferson's aides wouldn't have been able would have been able to tweet from his account. <laughs> what what if they what if they were lovers for a few months and then it's just they hated each other afterwards? Hey, from, every, from, from what we know about Thomas Jefferson, he had sex with all kinds of people that he shouldn't have been having sex with. So also I think back there I think back in the back in that time you were required to wait one business day to know about anything. 
<laughs> so that's your dad. <laughs> okay, Logan Turnbo, you got the trivia question correctly. Which of the trivia bonuses would you like to choose from? Ian, only because I don't yeah. have a buffer. I don't I have a Bruce it. Buffer intro for anybody other than uh, Teddy Roosevelt. Teddy so I'm gonna Roosevelt. have to. Uh, right. I'm gonna have to swap you with old GW. GW. Wow. Okay. I mean, that's fair. The first overall pick getting swapped for the the fourth overall pick. Let's see. So, so where would you guys like them in your lineups? Ian, first of all, where would you like George? Uh, I'll Washington put George Washington in my flex. Okay. And Turnbow, where would you want Teddy Roosevelt? Heavyweight. Okay. All right, Turnbow. You just got Teddy Roosevelt after correctly answering my trivia question, and you were also picking first in the second round. You're on the clock. Let go. Um, I'll wait on those guys. I'm going to go lightweight. I'm going to go lightweight. <laughs> um, before I read my intro, I'll, Dude, I will I know say. You're picking. No, you don't. My uh, Yeah, you might. Uh, my president's going to be 46 years old. Here's his introduction. And now introducing the president. Fighting out of the red corner. This man was a corrupt war hero holding a professional record of one civil war win and one presidential win and one presidential loss. Standing five feet, eight inches tall, weighing in at 156 pounds, fighting out of Point Pleasant, Ohio. Ladies and gentlemen, presenting the 18th president, a lightweight contender. It's Mr. Unconditional Surrender himself, Ulysses S. Grant. Let's go. Yeah, Yeah. easily the number one pick. Yeah. I knew you're picking him. Uh, first of all, anybody whose initials are U.S. That's that's yeah. pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Pretty good. Uh, by the way, your 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 uh, enthusiasm with the with the Bruce Buffer introduction was a little bit. That was I would say that was probably like a seven. Oh, I'll bring per- it up again. Okay, good. I'll bring good. it up again. That's my bad. Yeah. Um, Ulysses S. Grant, though Union um, mm-hmm. Army leader in the Civil War, responsible for winning the war. Um, had some issues with with his presidency, a lot of uh, corruption. Obviously, he's going to be the president after the Civil War, so there's a, a huge economic deficit while he was in office. A lot of people kind of hate on him for it. Um, not going to get into a, a history lecture with you guys, but he died of throat cancer. Did a fourth grade research project about that. Boy, he was a smoker. Um, <laughs> really bad. Smoked like 30 cigars a day or something. I don't know the number, but yeah, something crazy like that. Uh, hated, hated uh, General George Custer. Like fucking hated his ass. Like hoped that he would go off and get murdered by Indians. And I'm a big what? fan of custard. It's a great dessert. Here's but, a fun fact. The S in his name doesn't stand for anything. Oh, wow. Because so Harry S. Truman, the S in Truman also stands for nothing. So I... I know, I know, getting back to Colin, I, I think I know the reason why, unless you were fixing to tell. Bella yeah, Ulysses isn't his original but name. I think, yeah, that's what I was fixing to say. When he was at West Point, they fucked up with his, with his original name. And the oh. name that they gave him at West Point followed him throughout his pro- uh, professional career. Hmm. All right, Ulysses, Ulysses S. Grant, one of, uh, one of the great war, general war heroes, especially the Civil War, going to Turnbow in the second round at a lightweight. Colin, you are now on the clock with the second pick in the second round. All right. Um, I'm going to go with uh, one of the younger presidents, 43 years old, um, standing at six foot tall, roughly 175 pounds. Um, and I'm going to go with um, John Body Shots Only Kennedy. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things. Not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that's all. <laughs> <laughs> um, nice. <laughs> Body he, shots uh, only. You know he's <laughs> he's really young, uh, so he's got he's got a lot of lot more stamina than a lot of the presidents do. Um, and he I, he he did have a weakness in that he had really bad back problems, but I think that's one of also one of his biggest strengths because probably he, had to do with fucking Marilyn Monroe so many times. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> but. <laughs> Um, there was like a few presidents who like were able to get out of military service and he like found a way to like sneak in to get into military service, even though he was medically discharged. And so he's just like, true, like, that's just grit. And that's what you want in a fighter. And I got to say, if in a fight, if he doesn't finish the job, his brother, Ted definitely will. (laughs) Also also to your point, it would be great to see him shirtless. Oh, (laughs) all right. Also, I just I really wanted to pick him just because of the, name the nickname. Yeah, that's funny. That's a funny nickname. 
<laughs> All right, Spencer, you are now up with the third pick in the second round. All right, let's go with the heavyweight category because it's uh, already running thin with the uh, the big dog headed out. So we're going to go with the obviously best number two choice. Uh, this guy was quite a courageous, hard worker, attended Yale University, a heavy set man, jovial in his demeanor. He was part of the Skull and Bones, which his uh, father was a co-founder of and was an intramural heavyweight wrestling champion. We're going to go with William Taft. Yeah. The, the, the heavyweight. The heavyweight. The heavyweight. The heavyweight William Taft. Nice. He uh, obviously is not just uh, a large man. He, he can move. He's athletic. He's a hard worker. Is he the one who died in the bathtub? He got stuck in the bathtub. Stuck in the bathtub. That's actually not true, but... This man is going to hold him down. He's yeah. a wrestler. 340 pounds. So guys, a tank. You try and take him down. We made the heavyweight category to be 200 plus. The second heaviest president of all time is Grover Cleveland at 260, which is all, which is 80 pounds lighter. Wow. Than William Howard Taft. So yeah, the heavyweight of heavyweight, William Howard Taft, the hefty man himself, to Spencer in the second round. Ian, you get to close out round number two. All yeah. right, I'm going to go welterweight then, and I'm going to go with old give him hell Harry Truman. There can be no peace in the world until the military power of Japan is destroyed. Hey. Okay. Yeah. Yes, Truman. I like it. Uh, 33rd president of the United States from, uh, from Missouri. He was a farmer and then a public official and then worked his way up through the ranks of the government. Also, we'll fuck you up with some atomic bombs. That's what yes. I was going to say. He has serious knockout power. <laughs> what does that even mean? Atomic knockout power. You're not bringing out an entire country. To a fucking fist the, the, the fact, the fact that he dropped bombs, two atomic bombs, I think shows his ruthlessness and his yeah. heartlessness. Do you want to argue that a man who's mentally strong and has enough resolve to openly kill millions of people to end a war? <laughs> Go for it. I, I agree with the guy. I support him as a president. However, as a fighter in a, in a cage match. Ah. So Spencer says dropping bombs on millions of people makes him a coward. I'm all for it. But in this game, <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> Harry Truman, a bit of a surprising pick to Ian. Explosive pick, if you will. To Ian in the <laughs> second round. The second round is complete. We're on to round number three. The trivia bonuses left available are the auto pick, the position lock, and the protected pick. Are you guys ready for my third round trivia question? Yes. Yes. Man, I'm, I'm so upset that you guys are, I feel like you guys are getting these so easily. I'm sorry, yeah. we're smart. Yeah. I mean, this is the first time that I've ever had this conundrum. Shocker. Okay. We've been talking about fighting so far this show. But I want you guys to name two of the three presidents to receive the Nobel Peace Prize. Logan, you're the first one to ring in. Will you tell me if the first one's correct before I say the second one? I will not. Okay. Um, Carter and Obama. Carter and Obama are correct. That's right. Let's go! I didn't know if Obama. I had to I switch knew, my answers. I knew Obama I did. Knew. He did for the. Uh, he did it for the Iran. For uh, the okay. Iran nuclear deal, Carter got it after he was president. He's yeah. the only person to get it after he was president. Exactly. I knew Carter uh, got it, and I knew Obama got it. And that's it. that's the only ones I knew of. I'm almost positive sure. that Obama did not get it because of the Iran nuclear deal. I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's a definitely it. So why don't you look that up? It. Because I know I'm right. When was the Iran nuclear deal? What year? Well, he won the Nobel Peace Prize or, in 2009. Oh shit! <laughs> Never mind. Carter and Obama are correct. Jimmy Carter won it in 2002. Barack Obama won it in 2009 for his extraordinary efforts to strengthen international diplomacy and cooperation between people, peoples. The other winner was Woodrow Wilson in 1920. Oh, uh, yeah. Who 14 points. Won it for his crucial role in establishing the League of Nations. So uh, Woodrow yeah. Wilson, Jimmy Carter, and Barack Obama. Turnbow, you got two of the three. By the way, Al, Al Gore, a vice president, uh, also won it in 2007. 
for so term was that a climate in truth climate change. Oh, I thought that was climate change for that, for that awful documentary. Um, <laughs> okay, Turbo, right. back to back trivia winner or trivia correct responses. Which trivia bonus would you like to use now? I can use the protect against one of the two remaining trivia bonuses. Correct mm-hmm. the way I understand it. Okay. Yep. I will. I will protect myself against an auto pick. All right. That being said, we are on to round three, and you get the first pick in round number three. Yep. Uh, I'm going to go with my lightweight pick, and I'm going to take John the Atlas of Independence Adams, uh, president number two. Um, he was the first resident of the White House. Mm-hmm. Um, he was the first president to see his son elected as president. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were one of, he was one of three presidents to not attend the inauguration of his, their successor. Um, he was pissed that he lost to Jefferson, but his son has also died. Allegedly. (laughs) Allegedly never fuck with a dude with mutton chops. And so I, I would say stay away from that. He was was like, kind of, kind of not like though. Right. So I feel like a lot of people would want to whoop his ass. So but could they? But he's also from but he's also from Boston, I think. So he he's, yeah. he's a scrapper. Yeah. He's got that <laughs> East Coast rage. He's probably he's probably been like 9,000 fights before he was 12. <laughs> <laughs> All right, John Adams to in in the third round. Spencer, you are now on the clock. All right. I'm going to go with a lightweight as well. Okay? But this mm-hmm. lightweight is a tough tough cookie. This man was sent off to uh, a town school, and at age 12, he wasn't too fond of that schooling. He ended up walking home 12 miles back to his home one Sunday. His father fed him dinner, drove him part of the distance back to school before kicking him out of the carriage and ordered him to walk the rest of the way in a thunderstorm. (laughs) This man later cited this moment was the turning point in his life. And then he went ahead and became super educated, ended up fighting for the military, becoming the president. We're going to go with Franklin Pierce. Wow. Franklin he was a young, Pierce. He was uh, very smart, charming, prone to a slight misbehavior. Sounds a lot like you, Spencer. He does sound <laughs> a lot like me, actually. <laughs> See the one that was responsible for the Gadsden purchase? I believe so, actually. You're the, you're the history teacher. I don't, I don't know that president, but I think he was. Um, he was also a staunch alcoholic. Mm -hmm. Nice. Um, He also, this is my favorite fact about Franklin Pierce. He was arrested for running a woman over with a horse. (laughs) As president, right? Nice. As president. Oh, wow. Hell yeah. But, but, uh, he killed her. (laughs) How many of your presidents killed someone in office and got away with it? Mine did. Yeah, but like in the 1800s, if you killed someone, you just have to like not be at the dead body when they show up to get it. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, hey, we all know about it. The horse, the horse did it, not me. Um, he also uh, he fought during the Mexican American War, which on which side? side? The Wild West. <laughs> on which side? The Mexican American War, by the way, sounds like a dope ass pay per view that I would pay for. Yeah. <laughs> so Franklin Pierce, maybe a sneaky pick in the third round to Spencer. Interesting stuff. All right, Colin, you are up. We're looking for the- fighters, warriors on my squad. All right. Colin, you are up with the third pick in the third round. All right. Um, I'm going to go with uh, my heavyweight contender here. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And I'm going to go with uh, f- the 46 year old, six foot two, about 225 pounds. We're going with Bill Slick Willie Clinton. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Nice. Miss Slick Willie Clinton, baby. Let's go. That was uh, Bill the Mysterious Stain Depositor, Clinton. Smooth talker, um. Mr. Suave. I mean, biggest weakness is probably that he could probably dive syphilis at any moment. <laughs> um, I mean, if you look, one of my favorite things about Bill Clinton's timeline as president is that like seventh on his timeline list is plays the saxophone on the Arsenio Hall show. And I'm yeah, like, fuck yeah. yeah. That's funny. I don't the, know only that's guy, funny. the only guy who will play his own walkout music. Right. 
Yeah. He he could probably win the fight without having to throw a punch because he will just smooth talk you into giving up. Oh, there you go. That's fair. <laughs> there you go. Uh, a lot of physical ailments, though, with Bill Clinton. He's allergic to a lot of things, must, mold, pollen, and dairy. He also suffers from bleeding hemorrhoids, but let's be honest, like, who doesn't? Uh, <laughs> Bill Clinton, what'd you call him? Slick, Slick Willie? Slick Willie. Slick Willie to call in, in the third round. That's funny. <laughs> Turnbow, you are on the clock in the third round. All right, let's... Uh... You have another do you have another intro written for more people? Oh, I have an intro written for everybody I'm going to draft today, Colin. Oh, hell yeah. I'm gonna go to the middleweights, and this might be a little bit of an obscure pick. I don't know that he may not be Is he a president? Yeah, he's a president, but <laughs> oh, he may not you. be Thank he God. may not be overly popular to the average president buff, I guess is what I'm saying. <clears throat> Let me try to give you a hundred here. And now introducing the president. Fighting out of the blue corner, this man is an old-school bare-knuckle brawler, holding a professional record of two presidential wins, one successful Revolutionary War fought, and one successful attempt at closing off the Western Hemisphere to outsiders, zero losses, standing six foot, zero inches tall, weighing in at 189 pounds. Fighting out of Monroe Hall, Virginia, ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) presenting a middleweight contender, the last founding father to serve as president, the defender of the Western Hemisphere. He's the fifth president of the United States, James Monroe. There you go. Nice. I I just I don't get tired of that at all. That's he's my he's my fourth middleweight pick. Here's a good one. Okay. Okay. James Monroe. That's uh, his uh, his nickname online was the last cocked hat. <laughs> Anybody so, have any idea what that yeah. means? Nope. Someone tell me. I'm just I'm 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 just loving all the I'm learning stuff. Not only is it hilarious, but I'm learning stuff. You know, <laughs> you're just throwing in some nice facts. One hundred percent, my test scores would rise if I taught my classes like this. Yeah. Oh yeah, for Probably. sure. <laughs> What uh? So explain, explain to us the the Western Hemisphere, the the, the okay. defender of the Western Hemisphere. Yeah, for sure. Monroe Doctrine. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. It was really it was really the United States's like first attempt at a, at, a, at an official foreign policy. Basically, he closes off North and South America to any more colonization of European empires, any further expansion or like new colonial um presence would be seen as an act of aggression against the united states and we basically have the right to go fuck you up with our (laughs) developing military that sucks at that point in time it's like the bulwark of imperialism kind of thing because you just built a wall (laughs) i do have a great tag team combination though if we do want to start wrestling with james monroe and teddy roosevelt if we're looking at uh you know like again tag team foreign policy James Monroe's Monroe Doctrine mm-hmm. was piggybacked on or upon by Teddy Roosevelt with his big stick diplomacy. Wow. <laughs> look at the you. More you know. Look at you, Turnbo. For, the more you know. Our listeners are listeners are learning stuff. Yeah. Having fun. All right, guys. We are three rounds complete. Halfway through the draft. I'm going to recap what everybody has so far. Ian and his flex spot has George Washington. In his welterweight has Harry Truman and John Adams in his lightweight. Spencer has Abraham Lincoln in his middleweight, William Taft in his heavyweight, and Franklin Pierce in his lightweight. Colin has Andrew Jackson in his lightweight, John Kennedy in his welterweight, and Bill Clinton in his heavyweight. And Turnbow has Teddy Roosevelt in his heavyweight, Ulysses S. Grant in his lightweight, and James Monroe in his third in his middleweight. That <laughs> wraps up. The third round, James Monroe to Logan Turnbow. That'll finish up round number three. We are on to round four. Before we get to the drafting, we have another trivia question. The trivia bonuses left remaining are the auto pick and the position lock. You guys ready for my fourth round trivia question? Let's do it. Yes. In 1912, while playing linebacker at Army, Dwight Eisenhower once tackled what future Pro Football Hall of Famer and Olympic gold medalist? Once again, Logan's the first to ring in. Fucker. 1912, you said? Mm-hmm. Jim Thorpe. Jim Thorpe is the correct Let's go! answer. Dude, he was looking at... Oh, Jim Thorpe is... 
I was not the only person that I would have even like. Yeah, he's the only he's the only possible answer. That's exactly right. Wow. Uh, I think this sets the record for the most correct trivia response. Well, maybe at least ties it. The most correct trivia responses. And we ain't done either. Yeah. All right. Turbo, you have a choice between the auto pick or the position lock. Okay, I've got a couple of questions. A little bit of gamesmanship here. The next mm-hmm. trivia question that you ask us is going to be the draft reshuffle, correct? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So, so one of the potential power ups, we'll call them, will go away. Will be left on unused. Okay, correct. Okay. You know, I'll just I'm just going to position lock somebody anyway. Um, mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna position lock Spencer. Deep state against Spencer or. Nah, fuck it. We'll do it. Uh, Spencer into his flex position. Okay, Spencer, you are locked into drafting your flex spot in this fourth round. But starting this fourth round, once again, getting the trivia question right is Logan Turnbow. Hope he's hope he's mustered some energy to give us his fourth round selection. I'm gonna go back to welterweight. Okay. This is a shorter one. I don't have a lot on him, but. I'll give it my all. Uh, 62 years old, just hitting his prime. Um, and now introducing the president, fighting out of the red corner. This man is a meticulous striker with knockout power, holding a professional record of one World War victory and two presidential wins with no losses, standing at five foot, 10 inches tall, weighing in at 171 pounds, fighting out of Denison, Texas. Ladies and gentlemen, presenting the 34th president, the defending Supreme Allied Commander of Europe. He's a welterweight contender. It's Dwight the Ike Eisenhower. Your task will not be an easy one. Your enemy is well-trained, well-equipped, and battle-hardened. He will fight savagely. Yeah, but I'm surprised he lasted this long. Yeah, we, 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 it's appropriate that you, uh, you get the trivia question right with Dwight Eisenhower tackling Jim Thorpe. And then take him in this in this fourth round here. That makes sense. No, I wanted him. I'll be honest. I wanted Dwight D. Eisenhower. But- so I so I think I'm I actually am surprised that Dwight Eisenhower lasted this long. He is the only president to serve in both World War One and World World War Two. He was a he was a boxer while he was when he was younger. He also defeated Hitler. Hitler. Once again, Hitler. that has nothing to do with an in person fight, Logan. You also know he has bad knees too when he was president. Did you know that? He was sixty-two. Yeah, exactly. I hope you so, have knees at all. Wonderful. Sixty-two. I'll be jumping knees higher than you. Just kidding. <laughs> now, Dwight D. Eisenhower was a good pick for you. Dwight D. Eisenhower to Turnbo in the fourth round. Colin, you're now on the clock. So I have the only option besides my flex is my middleweight. Correct. Correct. All right. So um, I'm going to go with a uh, probably not a pick that's on that's high on a lot of people's lists. And I'm going to go with uh, the good old wobbly Willie McKinley. <laughs> <laughs> kind of a badass dude. Survived a gunshot, multiple gunshots. Um, served in the Spanish American War, I believe. Big fan, big fan of wobbly Willie. Uh, so we, we've talked about alcoholics that uh, that have been presidents, but he was a an avid coffee drinker. So he used to drink gallons, according to his age, gallons of coffee each day. So that wow. that may that may make him a little jittery in a fight. I don't know, maybe. Yeah. Hey, it's energy. Um, also, uh, he died of a heart attack in 1923. I wonder why. There's some connection there. Weird. <laughs> But uh, I, he, his quote, whenever, uh, whenever he was shot, he was like very adamant that no one hurt the person who shot him. So um, because he wanted to whoop that dude's ass himself. All righty, William. What did you call him, William? Wobbly Willie McKinley. <laughs> Wobbly Willie McKinley. It's, I don't even know if that's a is that a fighting style that he's yeah. up with. Okay, <laughs> the wobbling Willie. Wobbly Willie McKinley to Colin in the fourth round. And now Spencer, you are up. Woo! You thought you had me there, Logan, by taking a halfway decent pick. But I'm going to counter you with uh, your football player with my 
slightly better football player. Mm. We're going to go with the generous and hard, tough as nails, Gerald R. Ford for my flex. R. Ford, and by these presents do grant a full, free, and absolute pardon unto Richard Nixon. Pretty good pick here. Gerald Ford, one of the, uh, not a popular choice, one of the few presidents to not win an election. The election. But uh, yeah, he, well, I mean, he, he didn't win an election. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. At all. Yeah. No, at all. He was, he wasn't even selected as a vice president on their ticket, wasn't he? No, because um, Spiro Agnew was his vice president when he was elected. And Spiro Agnew resigned. Gerald Ford took a spot and was, was eventually president. But yeah, Gerald Ford. Yeah. Lieutenant commander, World mm-hmm. War II veteran, won the World War II vet- victory, the Asiatic Pacific Campaign Medal. He was uh, <laughs> quite a man, stellar, remarkable. Like I said, he taught boxing, taught swimming, taught football, taught all nine sports that were available at, when he was uh, part of the Navy Reserves. This guy was an athlete mm. and he was a winner. And like I said, he taught boxing. He was an astute fighter. When we're talking about cage match, we're talking fighters here. Winners. Uh, also, yeah, like you said, a football player. He was the 1934 team MVP for the University of Michigan. I'm surprised Colin didn't pick him because uh, Colin has all the handsome guys with Clinton and JFK. <laughs> Gerald Ford was a model when he was younger. He is actually, he appears on the cover of Cosmopolitan in 1942 well before he was president of the United States. Handsome guy, football player, fighter. Steal yeah. your girl and destroy your heart and face. Okay. Ian, you are now up to wrap up round number four. Yep. I'm going to go middleweight class. I'm going to take old George Stop Big W. Bush. I call upon all nations to do everything they can to stop these terrorist killers. Thank you. Now watch this drive. Oh, the sun. Interesting. The sun, yep. Um, Only president to have a master of business administration degree. That's that's not true. Okay. According to the website. There's one other other president to have a master of business. Do you guys know who it is? This is not Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Nice. Come on. Come on. So first president to have a... First president, yes. Served in the Air National Guard. Funny, funny thing about him, what I thought the football trivia question was going to be was he was watching a Sunday football game and choked on a pretzel and passed out and almost true. died. What? Um, yeah. There's a lot of fun. There's a lot of funny things about George. Yeah. <laughs> of all the things that I thought was funny about George W. Bush, I that was the last thing I expected. Ian. Those that pretzels will get you. That's Those, a fun fact. Um, so I think <laughs> I think I think George W. Bush, by the way, is a great pick. For this fighting category a because stamina he he ran a marathon finished yep. a marathon three also, hours 44 minutes yeah but also even longer than than that uh he's he's had us been engaged in a war for the last <laughs> 30 years or whatever it is. so yeah so stamina with that too so he will continue he will outlast um but also great reflexes remember when he got that th- that shoe thrown at him, thrown at him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay and uh, stared that man down like <laughs> stayed at the podium uh. That might be one of the best moments of presidential history. That the I forgot his- that happened. <laughs> a good athlete too. His first pitches were not the worst. Um, also, a bit of an athlete as well. So he played. He, his dad played baseball at Yale, but then so did so did uh, W. Bush. But also, he was the uh, cheerleading captain at his high yep. school. Nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Has some flexibility. Bella, how Spencer. many presidents yeah. were cheerleaders? Because I found a few of them in there. Like, there's definitely, really? I think, at least three to five presidents who were cheerleaders. FDR, Eisenhower, Reagan, and both Bush presidents were all cheerleaders. See? You guys uh, <laughs> laugh at me for being on the cheer squad. No. That's not why I'm Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was on the spirit squad is what it was called. George W. Bush to Ian to wrap up round number four. Guys, we are on to the final round. Final round, before we get drafting, we have another trivia question. The final trivia question, this trivia question will allow the person who answers correctly to to shuffle up the draft order however they see fit. Logan, by the way, is scheduled to draft last 
in this fifth round. So if he gets the trivia question right again, not only will it set a hot topics record for most trivia questions correctly respond or correctly answered, but he will also be allowed to move himself up in the draft order. Are you guys ready for the final trivia question? Let's do it. Yep. There are five presidents who have shared a last name. Name all of them. Wow. Turbo is the first to ring in again. Um, Bush, Harrison, Roosevelt, Adams. Fuck, I don't know the last one. Uh, Johnson. I know it's. I know it's wrong. Those are all correct. Let's wow. go! Johnson was right. Let's go! Whoa. I thought you would have got. I thought you would have got Harrison wrong and Johnson right. That's nah, what Harrison. I was first guess. And once you saw Harrison and you struggled yeah. on Johnson, I was like, so Ah, come on, dude, you're gonna kick yourself. I thought I thought Harrison was gonna be the, the toughest one. All of them were yeah. related in some form or fashion, except for Andrew Johnson and Lyndon Baines Johnson. That should have been the easy one. Followed but, JFK. Followed Abraham. They both yeah. got shot. Yeah. John Adams and John Quincy Adams, uh, William Harrison and Benjamin Harrison, Teddy and Franklin Roosevelt, uh, Andrew and Lyndon and uh, Andrew and Lyndon Johnson and George and George Bush. Wow, Turnbo, very very impressive today. The history, the history teacher does very well with the uh, the history category today. So you get to shuffle up the draft order however you want. How would you like to do it? Uh, let's go, Turnbo. Welsh, Forsyth, that other guy. Yeah. Once again, because you know I'm the biggest threat here. You know I'm the biggest threat here. My team is a team of fighters. Yours? Eh, not so much. Okay. Not so, so we're much. going. We're going. Logan, Colin, Ian, and Spencer. Correct. Correct. Sorry. I'm gonna. I'm gonna ask you guys that my ram- remaining trivia questions, even though this, this will get cut out. But you guys, do you care to play? Ring in the same way you normally would. I think this one's. In, I left this one off too because I thought it'd be easy, but. Who's the only president to be awarded the Purple Heart? Dwight D. Eisenhower. That's not right. Colin. Damn. Isn't it uh, Teddy? Wow, no. I should have asked this one. I think George Washington. Washington. My guess. No, my guess would be Jackson. Wow. Oh, no. Teddy Roosevelt Roosevelt has a Medal of Honor. I should have asked that one. JFK Mm. is the only president to Mm. win Purple Heart. I didn't know that. I love setting records. We're good. All right, Turnbo. Yeah, you set the record. Yeah, Most correct trivia responses. Uh, I, I'm I'm shocked. I'm as shocked as you guys are. So, Turnbo, you get to pick first in this final fifth round, and you have a flex spot available. All right. Um, I'm gonna go with my final pick. My flex position. It's gonna be a middleweight fighter. Let me get into character real quick. <laughs> Let's go, Logan. Yes. Thanks, <laughs> And now introducing the president fighting out of the red corner. This man is a methodical striker and an advantageous wrestler. He looks to smother his opponents into submission, holding a professional record of three international victories, one presidential win with zero domestic wins and one presidential loss standing six foot, two inches tall, weighing in at 196 pounds fighting out of Milton, Massachusetts by way of Texas. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, presenting the reigning CIA director, he's defending the Western world from the spread of communism since 1966. He's a middleweight contender, the 41st president of the United States. His family calls him Poppy, but you can call him Senor. It's George H.W. Bush. Read my lips. No new taxes. Poppy. (laughs) That's my guy. That's my guy. Okay. Yes. Uh, I like the CIA reference because I think that that guy's probably seen some shit and knows some shit. So that helps. My favorite CIA story of his is that someone, or I think Carter asked him, President Carter, he went to Carter. Carter asked him about the alien situation. And he said, yeah, you're not... uh, you don't have the clearance to talk about that. The president, he told the president of the United States as the CA director, he's not cleared to talk about something. Pretty badass. Yeah, Bush, uh, Bush bullied Carter. I think that that street fight would be unfair. I think Bush bullied a, a lot of people. Yeah, I, I agree. With you. He's a fighter I pilot. I mean, he was, he was, he was a tough guy. He's he an alpha male. Guy. 
Yeah, commissioned as a naval aviator in World War II at 18. He was the youngest in the Naval Reserve. What were you guys doing at 18 years old? Who was fighting in the Naval Reserve? I was probably smoking weed behind a dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> All right. George H.W. Bush. So both Bushes off the board. Yeah. Um, now Colin gets to select with his final pick. He has a flex spot available. All right. Well, um, I'm going to go with the 54-year-old, six foot three, just over 200 pounds, filling my flex spot with a heavyweight contender, the OG LBJ, mm. Lyndon Landslide Johnson. And if courage remains our constant companion, then, my fellow Americans, I am confident we shall overcome. He's probably one of, probably the president with the most humble beginnings. Um, I think he grew up pretty poor. So, well, he was a teacher as his first profession. So, yeah, that's well, so you, yeah. So, just a, I think he was. I think he's just overall not just in a sense of physicality, just overall in every sense of the word, Lyndon. B. Johnson is a fighter. Yeah, I think that um, first of all, yeah, big guy. But I think that this is this is kind of one of my higher picks because I think that he was president under one of the most difficult periods of American history because you had Vietnam, you had the civil rights movement, uh, and he sort of, uh, and and then he's the vice president after JFK gets his brains blown out in a convertible, um, and so. I think that he dealt with a lot. He's probably one of the more accomplished presidents. Uh, he's also known for the Johnson treatment, which a lot of senators. Wait, 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 the Johnson treatment. Is it a jumbo it was, treatment? It was a, an intimidation method that he would use with senators, where he'd sort of um, engulf them physically. Uh, mm. And uh, sounds and, sexual. Yeah, but yeah, anyway, he, he rubbed his large third arm on them. He was also almost killed in World War II. But he didn't get a... But heart. the Nazis saw his big old cock, and they were like, wait a minute. This National is a novelty. Archives. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, he, so a he legend. Boarded a, he boarded a plane called the Wabash Cannonball for a mission nice. in the South Pacific. Um, and then at the last second, uh, a last second trip off the plane to use a, the bathroom saved his life. Or the plane he was supposed to be on crashed and everybody died. Final destination did. Okay. Wow, this is a lot. There's a lot more talk on Lyndon Johnson's penis than I would have ever hoped. But I think, really, I, that's like the second biggest thing he's known for. Ao. <laughs> it's the Civil Rights Act. Penis. penis. JFK assassination. <laughs> okay. What else? <laughs> All right, Ian, you were. Up with your final pick in the, fifth, I need in the final pick of the game. Yep. Heavyweight. Uh, I'm going to take Grover, the non-consecutive two-time Cleveland. Um, he was, yeah, uh, president 22 and 24. Didn't win back-to-back -back. Uh, while he was the sheriff. He was also the public ex executioner and personally hung two murderers. Uh, he was the Dope. first executive movie star. Um <laughs> And he had a hunting rifle that he nicknamed Death and Destruction. So dope. Fuck he's, yeah. pretty, he's a pretty cool guy. Um, just as a point of order, uh, you picking Grover Cleveland, even since he was a consecutive or non-consecutive president, you don't get him twice. So I just gotcha. want to make sure that that's clear. Uh, so some of his colleagues had described him that he had bare hands and had fists that were, quote, ham-like, which Grover Cleveland, by the way, to like, Excellent mustache yeah. on Grover Cleveland as well. Um, uh, one one disadvantage of Grover Cleveland, which I personally respect, is that he was drafted to fight during the Civil War, but paid somebody one hundred and fifty dollars oh, yeah. to take yeah. his spot. That's my yeah. that's Genius. my thing. If you're if you're uh, trying to pick a fighter, you picked a coward. I don't you know, man. A man with ham fists, and he's way smarter than that. Scared to use them. Why does that make you scared? I don't. What if he just didn't want to go? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. To worry about. He didn't want to go. Had, what if he had like stuff to do? 
<laughs> All right. So Grover Cleveland goes to Ian in the fifth round. Spencer, with the last pick of the game, your welterweight spot is still available. Let's go. My welterweight. We talked about him. This man not only attained the rank of major general, he won the congressional gold medal thanks to car congress. He had command of the Army of the Northwest. He bought to the battle of fallen, fought in the Battle of Fallen Timbers, Siege of Fort Recovery, Tecumseh's War, and the War of 1812. This man earned the nickname Old Tippecanoe, the badass, the one, the only, William Henry Harrison. Didn't he, like, you know, lose the fight to pneumonia? Can kill men, can defeat Canada, can defeat Tecumseh. But, but not can't de- defeat, can't defeat a fucking stuffy nose. Right. Can't defeat pneumonia. It, it was a bad <laughs> stay inside when it rained. Those were days where people would uh, succumb to blisters and splinters. <laughs> wow, that's a that's a ballsy pick to pick um, a president who was uh, president for 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 a little over a month. He didn't really? have pneumonia when he started the office. That's all I'm saying. Didn't he get it from his inauguration speech? I think so, right? No, because he was out in the cold, right? Yeah, for like he like gave like a like four hour speech in like the pouring rain. Yeah. Um, I don't know. We could fact check that. First of all, Gladly. Any, anybody who gives a four hour speech deserves to die in thirty days. <laughs> <laughs> Fun fact: forty percent of the crowd during his speech also died during his presidency after they killed themselves during his speech. Oh, my God. All right. William Henry Harrison, the shortest lived president to the shortest player on our staff here today. And also the toughest. All right, guys, that completes our picking for today. I'll go over what everybody has so far. Ian has John Adams, Harry Truman, George W. Bush, Grover Cleveland, and George Washington. Spencer has Franklin Pierce, William Henry Harrison, Abraham Lincoln, William Taft, and Gerald Ford. Colin has Andrew Jackson, John F. Kennedy, William McKinley, Bill Clinton, and Lyndon Baines Johnson. Turnbo has Ulysses S. Grant, Dwight D. Eisenhower, James Monroe, Teddy Roosevelt, and George H.W. Bush. That being said, I think you guys got most of the ones that I that I would have thought would have been good picks. Um, you guys left off Ronald Reagan. I, I know that he was uh, aside from seven hundred years old. Yeah, yeah, but even at that advanced age, stare down the Ruskies, which that dude was tough. So you left off Reagan. You left off Obama. Drone strikes, cold blooded, athletic. Okay, what athleticism did he show besides shooting some basketball? Yeah, that's pretty much it. Pretty much it. Lefty, little yeah. left-handed punch. Southpaw. You guys left off Richard Nixon because he's a great pick because he will definitely cheat. I think that's really important. I saw no athletic value. I went back and forth between Truman and Nixon. Um, you guys left off Quint- John Quincy Adams, who skinny dipped in the Potomac every morning. If that's not toughness, I don't know what is. He uh, didn't get yeah. pneumonia. And he did not get pneumonia. So those are some of the ones that uh, I think you guys left off. But uh, I will say this is probably the the most traditional draft that I saw kind of going forward. Like in the previous times, there's been picks that are just all over the place that I would have never expected. But uh, especially I think the first round kind of went a little bit chalky. But uh, yeah, so so great picking out of you guys. Exceptional trivia answering out of Logan Turnbow today, which I think really helped him out. So guys... Before we leave today, it is time to make your case. Starting with Spencer. Obviously, I stuck to the subject matter. I didn't pick popular presidents or people who made decisions about the men who actually did the fighting for them. I picked (laughs) men who are willing to do the fight themselves. Men who have fought themselves, have actually killed people themselves, uh, may have been a civilian or not. Uh... (laughs) But these people, these men are fighters. Okay. Uh, Spencer didn't pick popular presidents, even though he picked Abraham Lincoln. Ian, <laughs> you're up. I, I've got uh, the one-two, Washington Adams, right away. I've got Grover Cleveland, 22 and 24. 
Uh, and Spencer, unlike your pick, he didn't kill an innocent woman. He killed murderers. Um, and then that I've woman got... may have been a murderer. Fair. All right. Fair. Hey, Abraham Lincoln <laughs> killed vampires. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I got old atomic bombs Truman. And to round it off, we got big W himself, George Bush. So I think I've got a pretty solid lineup. I like it. Colin, you're up. So I love a love a good euphemism. Got old Hickory, got Slick Willie, got Jumbo. Take those words what you will. Slick Willie and his and his big old sacks, you know. Uh, John F. Kennedy, Stone Cold Fox. We're fighting, but you know what? You got to look good while you do it. So, <laughs> give me the sex machines, all of them. <laughs> Give My me the man. sex machines, call in 2024. <laughs> and Logan Turnbow, the victor of many, many trivia questions today. Make your case. Shout out. I just want to congratulate myself for setting a record. Um, <laughs> I've got the biggest brain um, and the smallest jumbo, but that's for another story. <laughs> um <laughs> Um, getting to my team, you know, Spencer has a lot of shade thrown my way. He's, he's trying to influence the voters one way or the other. I'm just going to put it black and white for you. Simply. He's got one fighter that can stand toe to toe with my team of fighters. And that's Abe Lincoln, everybody else in every other weight class. I am whipping the fuck out of eight days a week. (laughs) All right, guys. Great final cases, great picks here today. Very interesting stuff. A nice history lesson, a lot of facts that were thrown at our listeners um, here today. So thank you, Colin, Spencer, Ian, and Turnbo for playing in this week's episode of Hot Topics. And thank you all, most importantly, for listening and supporting. And now it is your turn. Time to you, for you to go to Twitter and Instagram at Hot Topics Pod and vote for who you think put together the best team here today. While you're there, hit the follow buttons and also subscribe to us wherever you are listening to this here podcast and also rate and review. We love hearing from our obsessive fans. Thank you guys also very much for listening and thank you for playing along. We will see you guys next time. <laughs>